morning, you're Scammon. This is Damien Finneran once again on a Thursday morning, 31st of March, the last day of March. Um, we're, I'm going to be talking to Peter Daly later on in the show. I'm not talking to him, I'm going to play a pre-recorded session that I had with Peter later on with the show. It's uh, about the community values and also linking community into um, people who are away from home. And also linking them in to what's going on, what's happening at home. Um, Peter has developed this website or this uh, Facebook page called Balligar Banter, and it has um, it has been a huge success all in the local area that where where I am, and all around that area of East Galway, and um, parts of Roscommon also. Um, so yeah, uh, good morning to everybody, and I'm just going to play in with a couple of tunes. Okay, I'm just going to go straight into the interview now with Peter that we did uh, last uh, night. It was in Fallon's pub in Ballygar. I want to thank John Fallon for giving us the um, providing the space for us in the premises to do it. Uh, okay, um, this is very insightful. Uh, Peter's story of um, when he was younger, he travelled abroad, and then uh, when he was at home, he could see the need for something like um, like Ballygar banter. So um, I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, and I'll talk to you afterwards. Hello, this is Damien Finneran here once again, pre-recording a show um, for um, Thursday morning on Ross FM. Uh, you'd be all very welcome. And um, so I'm going to talk to Peter Daly. I was talking to Peter last week. He's a community development activist in Ballygar. He um, he has done various things. He's set up a website called Ballygar Banter, which includes a lot of people from all over the world. I'm just going to get Peter to talk about that himself. And um, okay, so I'm going to hand it over to Peter. Thanks a million, Damien. Damien, I suppose to um, to put context on um, uh, the genesis of the Ballygar Banter goes back about 30 years ago um, when I finished school in 1983, did the leave and start, and then I went to college for three years. And when I finished in college in 1987, myself and a lot of my contemporaries at that time uh, were basically forced to leave Ireland because it was a bleak time in Ireland where unemployment was rising all the time. There was little opportunity for jobs in, in, in the country. So we headed, we got the boat because we couldn't afford to fly to, to London like people can do nowadays. We um, took the boat to London, um, well, to Hollyhead and got the train down from Hollyhead to London. And I remember um, a very poignant thing about that particular journey was uh, I told my dad, a man that I was heading to uh, London to try and find uh, some some work uh, and employment. And I remember the, day, the morning I was leaving, uh, my dad coming to the train station with me and crying his eyes out that I was leaving and uh, God be good to my dad. He thought at that time that he might never see me again because that was almost a throwback to his his youth when he was growing up. A lot of his contemporaries got the boat to America, to a place like Boston, New York, and even to London, and some never returned home again. Um, so the attraction to London for me was I had worked there as a student for the previous three summers, uh, in a bar in, in southeast London and I really enjoyed it but the difference between that and going to London with a view to making a career in London was those trips during the summer were finite and um, I went in June and came home in September to go back to college 
But what was interesting, um, coming into the winter time, I got a job uh, in a bar and um, I worked at that for a couple of months. And then I got into a, a training scheme to manage an off-license uh, in the south of London. And as part of the process, I had to look for accommodation uh, because previously I'd lived in the pub or over the pub. Um, and I found a bedsit. Um, this elderly man uh, owned it. And um, to describe it as lonely um, is, is an understatement. I can still see myself sitting uh, on the side of the bed in the bedsit, freezing cold. Um, the pay was terrible. Um, it was just it was subsistent pay, really. Um, and even to ring home or communicate with home at that time was uh, you had to have pocketfuls of change that maybe once a week you'd go to the local phone booth and um, you would, it'd be something you'd look forward to that uh, you'd ring home and have the chat and all the rest of it. But I used to always hate putting the phone down at the end uh, because it was back to the loneliness. And I met other people along the way too who were similarly lonely and um, I remember I stuck it out only for six months and it just got the better of me so I came back to Ireland and got in on a false course and I was just very lucky uh, shortly afterwards to get to get a job um, but when I reflected back on my time in, in, in London and the loneliness um, I thought very much of uh, people around the world that were further away from home and some who'd never been home in the longest time and that stayed with me uh, for many many years so about 10 years ago I remember talking to a particular man from our area who I'd grown up with and he'd been in Boston for 30 years and he was telling me his story about you know how life was in Boston and how lonely he was and how he yearned to come home but he could never come home because for one reason or another I think he was he was an illegal uh, so um, he was illegal in the States but he managed to get home for this particular trip um, but he actually cried and um, that affected me to a point I thought there are more people that came from the area around the world as far as ways Australia, America um, name the country it's people from, from our community based in, in, in faraway places so I came up with an idea to set up a Facebook page uh, and I called it Ballygar Banter. And the whole reason behind it uh, is that to give people a platform that they could uh, refer to, you know, every day with just catching up from news from home, photographs. I'm, I'm a keen uh, and passionate amateur photographer, and I, I put a lot of photographs in it. Uh, whether it's uh, local events, whether it's sports. Um, I put in births, deaths, marriages. Uh, we, I mean, it, it's, it, it's kind of found a life of its own over the last 10 years where we have, we've a lost and found section where we have found animals that have strayed or we've reunited uh, dogs with their owners or if people have lost particular items, we've managed to locate most of the time. We've had a re pretty good success rate in that. But also as well, we highlight issues of the day, um, issues that are close to my heart. For example, how um, 
issues around like kind of like suicide, for example, uh, elderly people living on their own, um, depression, um, drug abuse, um, you know, various different topics of the day, effectively. Now, we don't, they're, they're unbiased. We just give it coverage. We just put it out there. And people like to respond, whether it's someone from around the area or someone who's based away. And it's nice to get mixed opinion on it. Um, so it's, it's, it's a vehicle, really. Um, and the, the, the banner line really is uh, keeping you a touch at home in a way. Thanks very much for that, Peter. Um, that's great to hear. And, uh, you know, it, it does, I suppose, just somebody that um, is involved or somebody that uses Bellegar Banter, it's huge, huge uh, benefit for, and I think I speak for, for a lot of people in, not just in this area, but, uh, but um, you know, um, I think it's it's it stretches out to a lot of different areas. And I think Bellegar Banter is taken up in many, many places, many places around the world and also you know, in our local locality. I think it's just an exceptional um, website and I think it's something that we take for granted. I also think maybe um, it's something that we take Peter's time for granted. I'm sure there's an awful lot of work that goes into something like that and also I'm doing his photography and it's um, one of the reasons I'm interviewing Peter I suppose is to acknowledge um, people like Peter there's, there's people like Peter in the community um, who just give their time free, freely uh, volunteers, there's loads of volunteers out there and uh, they're, it's very important that they're acknowledged um, and uh, for the work they do because you know, it's not it's not easy to um, to do it sometimes, but the bit of acknowledgement is important. And I'm sure you know Peter's a very modest guy. He doesn't uh, expect anything in return. Um, I suppose he just likes to make people happy. Um, so, what is the small bit around the stats? How many followers do you have? I know that doesn't matter, but um. It's between six and six thousand three hundred and six and a half thousand, um, and it is spread across the world in countries. Obviously, the United States. We have a big following uh, of locals who are based there. England, uh, I know Sweden, Denmark, Germany, Italy, the Czech Republic, India, Australia, um, a couple of people down in South Africa. Um, so that, that that in itself gives me an awful lot of satisfaction that that um, we can get our our information out there and and keep them in touch with home. That's um, that's that's great, Peter. Um, yeah, there's a. Uh, I was just wondering, is there anything in the local um, locality that you're um, that you're advertising at the moment? Well, you know, I, I did mention about, you know, topics of the day and, and current topics. And sadly, uh, you know, the awful tragedy that is unfolding in the Ukraine. Um, most recently, we, um, a bunch of people from uh, the Newbridge, Ballygar, Turgar area got together and refurbished the old Kaline school. So I took myself out there and um, took some photographs, talked to some of the people and put it up on, on uh, Ballygar Banter Facebook page because I just thought, you know, here's here's a very simple idea and it, it was almost like a, a mehel 
I love that. I love that Irish word, mehel, that we're all coming together for the one cause, for the desperate people uh, who are fleeing their homesteads in, in Ukraine. And that's, that's, you know, that got a lot of coverage. On the upside of it, then there's lots of very positive, other happy occasions to promote. And, you know, in two weeks' time, we have Strictly Come Dancing, which is a fundraiser for our new uh, development, GA development up on the Valley Foreign Road, which uh, we're incredibly proud of. Uh, it was a huge undertaking, but with a lot of people uh, pushing in the same direction, we are paying it off very well. And on Saturday, Friday and Saturday week of uh, next week, uh, we will have the Strictly Condensing uh, event, which should be great fun great crack while raising money as well. We'll have 12 com couples competing um, and they will compete in front of a, a celebrity um, a celebrity judging panel that will include uh, Shane Curran from this parish, um, the well-known uh, goalkeeper um, from our own. We will have um, Connor. Connor Whelan. Connor Whelan. Connor Whelan, the, our star county forward. Sorry, I... I yeah, Connor Whelan. <laughs> Connor Whelan and um, the dual uh, football star, uh, Katrina Cormican, who plays football and Camogie for Galway. Um, the show will be compared uh, by two well-known uh, DJs from Galway Bay FM, uh, Ali Turner and Mark Lardner. Um, so it should be a great night. I know at the moment the Saturday night looks like it's it's sold out, and the Friday night is is nearly complete as well. So if you want to get your tickets, you'd want to get the the skids on. Yeah, and um, if you do want to get your tickets, just uh, again, once again, just go onto Facebook and look for Belligar Banter. Um, all the um, information will be there, so you can you, you can you can check it out there. Uh, Shane Kern, I don't think is from this parish, so we'll uh, Riscoven Parish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's from Riscoven. <laughs> just to uh, also, I just want to say a big shout out for. Um, Roscommon got the better of us at the weekend. So well done uh, to Roscommon for that. My mum was very happy. As you know, she's a, she's um, uh, from Fiorty, Dominic Conley's sister. So she um, she was very happy. She had a big Rossi flag here out in Ballygar. I don't think there was too many Galway supporters that were very happy with the seniors on the way home. Um, so, uh, yeah, and there's a big game again on Sunday, which is going to be very, very exciting. Um, so yeah, that's I suppose that's all tied into the GA side of things, and and you know there's loads of pitch developments and community developments and organisations going on in all parishes all over the country. Um, so you know the GA is still at the heart and soul of the community, which is great. Um, yeah, I just want to uh, thank Peter again for uh, his information uh, for for his talking so i'm just going to give him my, um, his la the last word thanks a million damien one thing i meant to say is that if you go on to Ballygar banter all of the all 12 couples were launched uh, on Ballygar banter over the last week and uh, so you can go on and, and have a look and see who you know and uh, who'll be dancing um, and also as well is in the next couple of days i'll have photographs up uh, that I took my camera along to the Galway Roscommon game last Sunday, so I'll have plenty of photographs up from that as well too. And thank you so much for for inviting me on the show. I really appreciate it. That's no problem, Peter. 
And um, yeah, so um, thanks again, Peter. And sure, we'll talk to you again. We might do a couple of shows uh, with Seven Peter coming up with a few ideas for a few different shows. So um, okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks. I want to thank Peter again, once again, for giving us the interview. Um, you know, his story there is very, very important. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it uh, all through the years. And uh, it can also relate to um, what's happening at the moment, Ukrainian people uh, being displaced and also all refugees all over the world being displaced and trying to keep in contact with uh you know, members of their family back in their home country. That must be very difficult. Uh, we as Irish people have experienced that also ourselves. And it's um, people like Peter that is able to keep people and to communicate in, to keep them communicating with each other, whether it's through Balagar banter or whatever the case may be. Um, as Peter has done, he has, uh, it's not just about keeping the um, people together uh, from different countries it's our counties even it's also about um you know the lost and found side and all all the different uh, sides to the site how it works locally and globally uh, so that's very important um i just want to mention about about i mentioned it in the interview briefly but you know the power of volunteers i think is awful important and again i i think it is um, taken for granted you know some people put an awful lot of effort into things and um you know they're they're to be admired you know it's easy to you know the hurdler on the ditch is easy to do the schlagging or whatever but um you know the people who who do give it their time it's you know it's commendable it really is and i acknowledge peter for that uh so well done peter and um i'm going to play a few more tunes and i uh, hope you enjoy them i want to thank everybody for listening to the show this morning um i hope you enjoyed it uh there's a big game of football at the weekend. I hope, uh, you know, there's a good old battle out there between Galway and Roscommon. And sure, let the best team win. Um, you know, again, the GA, it's great. It's a great um, organisation to keep to keep things going. And also soccer. And uh, it's great just to have all the sports back and the weather's in. Uh, I know the, the young fellas are back playing sports as well. So, you know, that's that's brilliant to have that. Uh, okay, I'm going to play you out with a couple of songs and sure, I will um, talk to you next week again. I want to give a big shout out to Jerry Glenn Carpentry who sponsors the show every week. So, you know, without our sponsors, we'd be lost. So thanks very much for that, Jerry. Um, okay, uh, the football, as I said, is coming up next. Aidan is up with the football, uh, some of the older games, some of the his- history games. So hope you enjoy that. I want to thank Seamus and Louis here for giving me a help um, with the prepping of the work and things like that so thanks very much to that and to all the staff in Ross FM uh, who I'm working with it's great it's great to be working with you know the likes of Deirdre Hunt there at the weekend she's uh, on Monday evenings she's given us a course on um, radio presenting which is great um, QQI level 3 uh, so um, yeah that's that's great as well and everybody is very helpful Okay, um, now I'm going to play out with a few songs and I will talk to you next week. Bye.